Greetings, family, and welcome to today's podcast, Bible College Curriculum. Let's go ahead and open this session with a moment of silence followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, amen. Okay, well, here's um, for today, How's Your Spiritual Maintenance by the Copelands. The care and anxieties of the world and distractions of the age and the pleasures and delight and false glamour and deceitfulness of riches and the craving and passionate desire for other things creep in and choke, suffocate the word, and it becomes fruitless. Mark 4.19 from the Amplified Bible. Did you know that the seemingly innocent things in your everyday life can suffocate your spiritual life if you allow it? A friend of mine said the Lord told her in prayer one day that this nation had become a nation of maintenance men. You have so many things to maintain, he told her. You maintain your house, you maintain your car, your yard, your machines, your hair. It's true, you can become a maintainer of so many natural things that you don't have any time left to maintain your own spirit. When you find yourself in that situation, it's time to simplify your life. I had to learn that myself. Now when I'm considering something I don't, I think I need, I don't just count the cost in dollars and cents. I think about how much time it will take to maintain it. I'll check to see if I can spiritually afford it. 2 Timothy 2.4 tells us not to get entangled in the affairs of this life. One thing I learned over the last 35 years, nothing is as important as spending time in prayer and in the Word with the Father. Absolutely nothing in my life is as vital as that. Woo. An additional reading is Mark 18 to 24. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take communion before we go to Mark. Chapter 4, verses 18 and 24. So please get, uh, have your bread available and your beverage, liquid. And Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Let's remember Jesus. Remember him at the table before his, the morning of his crucifixion. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your cross. Thank you, Jesus, that this bread is the bread of life. Lord, we lift it up to you. We ask you to sanctify it, bless it, Lord. Thank you that, Father, for your will that your son died for us. And we remember that. We remember the whole sacrifice that Jesus did for us, his body on our behalf. And this is the body of Jesus Christ, the bread of life. Let's go ahead and partake of the body of Jesus. And with that, Jesus took the cup and said, 
drink this. This is my blood shed for you for the remission of sins. Hallelujah. And it's a perpetual. It means it's continuous. It's like the sun. You know, we just access it. We say, Father, I'm sorry I sinned. Please forgive me. Bam. As It is as that when we do it by faith, believing with honesty and surrender our hearts, God, through his blood, forgives us and cleanses us once again. We're cleansed. We will continue to be cleansed for this world. And the contaminations is a maintenance of being cleansed. Thank you, Lord, for the blood. Let's go ahead and participate of the blood, please. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord, that you died on the cross for us. You shed your blood for all of us. That you love us so much, we can't even understand how much you love us, Lord. But Lord, we're on the right path, headed in the right direction with your word, Lord. And we acknowledge you. And thank you so much for the blood of Jesus. We praise you, we exalt you, we give you praise and thanksgiving. Amen. And now for the reading of chapter 4 of Mark. Okay, hi. Um, Mark chapter 4, verses 18 to 24. I'll be reading from the Amplified Bible version. And it starts out with, And others are the ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word. But the worries and cares of the world, the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures, and the deceitfulness and the false security of glamour or of wealth or fame and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word. And it becomes unfruitful. Um, and those in the last group are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil and they hear the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation and accept it and bear fruit 30, 60, and 100 times as much as was sown. He said to them, A lamp is not brought in to be put under a basket or under a, a bed. It is, or is it? Is it not brought in to be put on the lampstand? For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor nothing has been kept secret but that it would come to light. That is, things are hidden only temporarily until the appropriate time comes for them to be known. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. Then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement, that is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom. It will be measured to you and you will be given even greater ability to respond and more will be given to you besides. Okay, uh, about, I was just, what highlighted to me the Holy Spirit was a lamp is not brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed, is it? It is not brought in to be put on the lampstand. Again, 22 says, For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it would come to light. 
That is, things are hidden only temporarily until the appropriate time comes for them to be known. I just think that has a lot to do with with the revelation that that we receive as we read the Word of God, you know, uh, or just as we go through life. There's some things that we don't know of yet and how to get through them or... um, how do I explain this? Um, you know, there's some things that are kept as a mystery until we seek in and press in to, oh, to get the revelation for very it. Very well said. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like, um, so uh, that is, wow. Because I always, always, you know, we, we are, the, Jesus says we're the light of the world, right? And so, um, and we want to make our light shine. We're like a lamp. Right, we don't keep our our gifts hidden, also. But um, but the thing about the revelation of the word, and all these things that he was reading above, um, about the seed being sown, and how you reap the the thirty, sixty, a hundred. But at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, it de- it depends where that seed falls and what soil it falls on. There's there's a second group they say that has good soil. Because we receive the word of God wholeheartedly. We believe it no matter what we see in the world. It doesn't get cast out with the cares of the world. And we produce that fruit. So, for example, when you, you're you injured or you get a headache or you, you're sick, you know, you start to sow the word of God and you start to believe, you know, that Jesus already took all the furrows upon his back and by his stripes you're healed. So... That's what you keep sowing until you until you reap your harvest of your healing, right? So, um, and you sometimes it's a thirty percent that your toe feels better. Eventually, it's going to get to the sixty percent, and then you're going to get your hundred percent. Or sometimes it's instantaneously. We don't know, but the fact is, the word is being sown, and you are believing it, and you keep doing it until you get your breakthroughs, right? Right. Right. Okay. So, um, so that's, you know, we, we have to keep on pushing forward in that, in that area. But, um, and you know, this is okay. We go into 23, maybe I'm bouncing all over, but okay. Um, and 20 says, ever anyone has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. Then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. By your own standard of measurement, that is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom. It will be measured to you, and you will be given even greater ability to respond, and more will be given to you besides. So I think um, when Jesus was talking about the parables to the disciples, he said, those are for them, because those have been revealed to them. And, you know, we, we as Christians need to keep keep on seeking the word and more will be given to us as we go. Nuggets are going to be unlocked and we're going to see the hidden mysteries of the word. But, you know, we got to, we got to continue, you know, heeding the words of God. So be, be careful what we do listen to. You know, we don't, you know, you want to make sure that when you listen to the word of God or that is the, the full blown gospel of Jesus, he's in the forefront of of the gospel. He's the good news. He's the one that died on the cross for, for salvation. He's the one that, that, um, went about healing all going throughout the synagogues 
and preaching the good news. So I think that it, it just says that as we continue put pressing into the word, asking the Holy Spirit to unlock it and, and the mysteries that are in there, there's so much that you revelation that we'll receive. And I just pray that our eyes of uh, that our eyes will be enlightened and that we, we get that spiritual revelation that it speaks of um, in Ephesians, Ephesians 1. Anyway, that's kind of what I got. I hope I'm making some sort of sense here. Not sure. Anything from you? Well, uh, let me see. What can I pontificate with? <laughs> thank you, Heavenly Father, for this word. Lord, you just thank you. The reality is, for myself today, I was going to go to the gym at 5 this morning, and then I was going to accomplish this, accomplish that. And the work week tomorrow and the next day, or today and tomorrow will be the biggest days of my week. I got to get spiritually fit before I hit all those people and everything. I need to have an enthusiastic smile with me that the Word of God works because I put some material in me. If I don't have any material in me, I will fly off the handle very easily and be discontented and blame you and blah, 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 blah. So apparently my spiritual man needs a good spiritual steak you know, ribeye. <laughs> and it, that's what we're doing right now. We're getting into the Word. I'm taking advantage that Anna's here, taking a break from taking care of her parents. And so we appreciate her very much. So I like to uh, dive into her brains because she's the kind of person that will take a word and, and exhaust it to the hilt. That's why they made that book, what The Exhaustive Anna Dictionary. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming on here. We're going to hang. Do you have any more insight on that? No. Hang on, please. Um, and then we'll move to our next reading for the 16th. Here you go. I'm still harping on 23 here from, from okay, Mark. Read it again. Let me okay. have the, uh, that Bible. Okay. Oh, you were going to read the Passion. I can read the Passion. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Read. Let me read it in the Passion. Yeah, let me put the coffee down. Take it out. Nice there. and loud, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm still waking up, y'all. <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm reading, uh, do you want me to read the whole thing? Okay. Um, Mark chapter 4. Uh, it's a parable of growing seed is what it's called. Jesus also told them this parable. God's kingdom realm is like someone spreading seed on the ground. Hmm. He goes to bed and gets up day after day and the seed sprouts and grows tall, though he knows not how. All by itself it sprouts and the soil produces a crop, first the green stem, then the head on the stalk, and then the fully developed grain in the head. Then when the grain is ripe, he immediately puts the sickle to the grain because harvest time has come. Amen. Um, Oh, I just actually read the the wrong one. (laughs) Parable of the lamp. Okay, that's a little bonus, (laughs) y'all. Okay, um... Okay, let's start at, at Mark chapter 4, um, 18, to 18 to 21. Okay. I, I kind of want to start at 13. Go ahead. Okay. Ahead. Just because Jesus said this, and this has always stuck with me when I first heard, heard it preached and, and read. It says, Then he said to them, If you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? Okay. Let me explain. The farmer sows the word and as seed. And what falls on the beaten path represents those who hear the word. 
but immediately Satan appears and snatches it from their heart, their hearts. The seed sown on gravel represents those who hear the word and receive it joyfully, endure uh, joyfully, but because their hearts fail to sink a deep root into the word, they don't endure for a long time. But when trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, they immediately wilt and fall away. And the seed sown among thorns represents those who hear the word, but they allow the cares of this life and the seduction of wealth and the desires for other things to crowd out and choke the word so it produces nothing. But the seed sown on good soil represents those who open their hearts to receive the word and their lives bear good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30, 60, even 100 times more than what was sown. He also gave him this parable, parable of the lamp. No one lights a lamp only to place it under a basket or under the bed. It is meant to be placed on a lampstand. For there is nothing that's hidden that won't be disclosed. See, And there's no secret that won't be brought out in, uh, into the light. If you understand what I'm saying, you need to respond. Then he said to them, be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Okay, For as you do, more understanding will, will be given to you. And according to the d- depth of the longing to understand much more will be added to you. Um, For those who listen with open hearts will receive more revelation. But those who don't listen with open hearts will lose what little they have. Wow, this is really nice the way it says it. Oh, I'll just keep going. Jesus also, this is about the parable of the growing seed. Um, I, I think I read that already. And then I went back and that's a good point because he says that we don't know, how, we sow the word, but we don't know, we go to sleep and we get up and we don't know how, you know, the farmer doesn't know how it, how it works or whatever, but we know it just starts, the first thing you start to see is a sprout. So your 30, your 30 uh, fold is coming, right? And then uh, the head starts to come out on the stock. Okay, you got your 60 now um, and then a hundred percent, you know, so like I mentioned earlier about just an example of healing, you know, you may begin to feel 30% better and then 60 and then get your complete healing or Jesus will heal you 100%. We don't know. Amen. So, but Amen. Um, Amen. the harvest, that's your harvest. All right. Would you please uh, read John 6, uh, 624 or 26 around there? In yeah. And the, and the back. Okay. It's about, it's about... What I read this morning when I was getting dressed, I got scripture on the wall framed, and every once in a while I'll really look at it instead of just glancing to it. And this morning I saw that where it says, Jesus says, do not work for food, mm. but for the, for the what words? That give do not work life? for food that perishes. Let me go there. Um, I think it's in John chapter 6, 24, 27. 27. Okay, so John chapter 6, verse 27, that you said was highlighted to you this morning. And it says, Why would, and this is a passion, why would you strive for food that is perishable and not be passionate to seek the food of eternal life, which never spoils? Ooh. I, the Son of Man, 
am ready to give you what matters most. For God the Father has destined me for this purpose. Okay. To give us the food that for eternal life. Right. That never perishes. That never perishes. So we, we've been at it for oh, about 30 years, you and I. You know, since the 80s, right? You got saved in the 80s. I got saved in the 80s. Okay. About 87, 88, you got saved. 85. <laughs> okay, so we've been reading the word. You know, we heard it and we've been reading and seeking it and passionately seeking it and sacrificing so much that I did that I couldn't pay my car payment because I paid the missionaries, right? And they took my car, lost the house, things like that. Not, not severely, but you know, it was my fault. Um, but today, the word of what I'm trying to say is those seeds planted of the word back then sure show themselves in the peace that we're living today. Very peaceful lives. Yeah. You know, we have, every, you know, everything is, is peaceful. And very. You know, all we have to do is keep maintaining. Maintain, maintaining and keep maintaining and keep seeking. And way. understand that um, there's more things coming. There's another tidal wave coming at us. You know, we don't know, but Jesus said, be of good cheer. In the world, you will have tidal waves. Yes. But be of good cheer. If you act enthusiastic and force yourself to act enthusiastic, we're activating our faith. We're activating our, our, our courage. We're activating the power of Jesus Christ in us to renew our efforts and our goals and keep going. It's there and it's available and it's some of us tap it in through acting. After we read the Word of God, we act like we're... Act, act like it's done. You know, we... It uh, is finished, <clears throat> Jesus said. You know, and Act we, like you have it already. Amen. You know? Amen. Uh, and that's why we have to go back to what we had I'd read earlier. Be careful what you hear. You get all your news from... Uh, all the information from CNN, Fox... Um, and what, what starts to grow? Fear? Fear. Um, uh, distrust in Jesus and his word and what he does and how he's running the world um, and just in general fearing of the government yeah fearing, fearing you're going to lose your job fearing of the mob fearing of famine you see all these things happening that's because you're getting the wrong you're putting the wrong word Seeds, inside the, the wrong you're heeding to the wrong words you know and then they're feeding on it we're feeding yeah it. and we're it, feeding it begins it. to grow and guess what or if a friend comes around you says well this is going to happen I heard this on YouTube okay Where's, what does your word say? You got to go back and, 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 and go back. You use godly wisdom by asking God to pour that out over you. What is your first line of defense? Thank you, God. If I start getting any ounce of fear, thank you, God. I mean, even if it's, I mean, yesterday I had a little little episode of my own testing. But, you know, thank you, God. I guess I haven't thanked you enough, you know. But it's it, thanking well, tell, God. Tell the people what happened. I'm, You know, <sighs> you've been working at least a couple of months straight with your parents. Yeah. And taking medicine. And yeah. Your, your mama took the wrong medicine. The first day you left for yeah. a little vacation. Lo and behold, I've been there for four months. And the first day I'm gone, everything, the, the phone is exploding. And everything is just not looking like Jesus is taking care of them. But because I have been sowing the word of God for months, okay? And now here comes the enemy trying to make me think that Jesus isn't going to help them, okay? 
So, um, so yeah, it was, it was kind of hard for me because, you know, the hard part is the emotional part leaving and, you know, that's part of that. So I had to, I had to regroup myself because, um, it, it was, um, you have to remember, you know, thank you, God, you promised to take care of him. I just said, God, where's those angels that I'm prayed for to send over there? They need help. Where's the help? I kept going back to Jesus saying, you promised to take care of them. You know, they're both what age? 85. And so, um, anyways, it, it, Fernando was laughing at me because we were all having conversation on the phone and it was la, 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 a lot of commotion. And then, and then it just, I mean, I, I just remembered my own self because I'm, I'm strong in the word, I believe, you know, I, I, I read, I, I, I hear lots in the early mornings. I, you know, you and I spend lots of time together doing this, but you know, at the end of the day, I know that the enemy's coming at me, trying to make me disbelieve that. I have to cast him out, you know. So I got on the phone with my, my prayer partner. We prayed for each other. She's going through something. And lo and behold, I, I kind of didn't feel like praying. I was like still kind of in a slump. I know today was going to be a new day. I know I'd wake up feeling okay. But the prayer that we prayed together she spoke the word over me. I spoke the word over her. You fell asleep. <laughs> uh, so in peace, probably from hearing so much word that we were just prophesying and declaring and and um, thanking God, thanking God, you know. And uh, lo and behold, after that, the word just lifted me up. I was fine. So the word, even though in your darkest times, the word will lift you up. You keep looking at it. You meditate it on, on it. You, 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 you ask the Holy Spirit, what does it mean if you don't understand it? But, you know, it has power. The Word of God has power, and it's alive. The way the book of Hebrews says it, it's alive and powerful to the division of the joints and the marrow. That's how deep the Word of God goes to cut through our spirit. And... Um, take the word of God to the bank. You can't take Apple stock to the bank all the time or Amazon stock because it's up and down, but God's word is not up and down. It is the truth beyond all that you can see in the world because you're not from the world. You're in the world, but you're not from it. Okay. So that's what we have to put back our, our, our spiritual antennas up here when we're going through something and say, okay, that's what the world says, but what does Jesus say about this? And um, and so that's that's kind of like. Yeah, would you go? Please uh, pray us out, baby. <laughs> Jesus, we thank you. We love you. We we adore you, Lord. We just um, thank you. We just come with thanksgiving for the word that you have given us and placed in our hearts, Lord. And thank you for your continued instruction every day, Lord. We just pray that you're gonna uh, continue to work with us and reveal things that we haven't seen before in your word, Lord. We, we don't want to be a people that just reads it and then that's it. No, we want to apply the scripture, God. We would like your wisdom over the scripture when we do learn what you're trying to teach us, God. And we thank you that you have an answer for every situation we go through because the scripture says you're, you're where our help comes from, Father God. So we thank you for being a good, good father. We thank you that you are with us and you're always... Um, never going to leave us alone, Lord. And we thank you that heaven has a solution no matter what. 
no matter what. You are the God of the all things are possible. So we just thank you for this word that has been sown today to the people. And we pray that they would receive it by faith and take it deep into their spirit, Lord. And we thank you for prospering it to, to receive the harvest, Lord, the 30, the 60, and the hundredfold that we need, Lord. We begin to sow, Lord. I just pray that the people that are listening are going to begin to sow into those things now, now, where they don't see what's happening 60 days, 90 days out, that they begin to, to speak your word, sow your word, like the farmer does, Lord, so it can produce much, much good fruit for everyone, God. And that they, Father, after learning this, that they will spread the word to others with, the, with your words and your anointing, that the others will begin, that the, this was going to multiply, Lord, that others are going to begin to get this and, and, and have the abundant life on the earth that you called us and said that we have access to heaven always uh, on earth as it is in heaven. You supply all things, God. No one can dispute that, Lord Jesus. So we just bless the people. We bless our day. And we thank you for your benefits, which are new every morning. And we thank you that you're you're just pouring out your benefits that we need today, Lord, to, to walk through one day at a time, God. And thank you for, for all you do for us. You're a good, good father. That's who you are, as the song says, God. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, everyone, for coming on here today. I pray that you're, we are blessed, fired up, excited. Let us get out there and give them heaven. Amen. Parrots. <laughs> parrots are here to comfort yeah. us. We had about a thousand parrots the other day. Yeah, and, and so I'm just, this is you and me only. Uh, but it just says, okay, so we, I got off on the pay attention to what you hear listen to the news because it's going to take you in another dimension the worldly dimension uh it says but it's by your own standard to the extent that you study spirit spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom to that truth right so it does take the application is the action, and the wisdom is the under, knowing what uh, to do, yeah. and knowledge of putting our yeah. effort to what we're doing. Right. So right now we're giving a precious time yeah. to, to the, study the spiritual truth. See, and as and what the, we can, ex, I mean, like for me, when I read something, that I'm like, oh, it just pops out at me, right? And it, it gives me like something got unlocked, because uh, up here about the lamp thing, you know. Nothing is hidden except to be revealed, okay? That's a good thing. When when you can't understand that something, you, you know, because you haven't pressed in and continuing to 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 read the Word and, and, and to get that revelation, you know? Because you can read a scripture and, okay, yeah, well, what does it really mean? Let the Holy Spirit unlock that for your benefit, right? And so um, that's why if anyone has ears to hear, let them hear and hear, heed my words. Pay attention to what you hear, your ears, not just what you see in your mind. You know? Amen. Sometimes when I pray and I ask God, help me go deep and listen clearly. And he does. And you go deep and you listen clearly. I say, wow, what a difference, you know, when you ask him yeah. to open our inner ear. Right. Our, our spirit man's ear. Yeah. I mean, you can say, Anna, read this, record it, blah, blah, blah. But... 
as I'm reading it, I have to stop a little bit and kind of just, hmm, you know, that said something to me. That Meditating. spoke to me. Yeah, as I was reading it, I'm like, oh, I got a little, like, pay attention to that, okay? Because, <clears throat> you know, to the extent that you study, like, what does it say in Joshua 1, 8, 9, you know? These book, this book of the law shall not depart, you'll meditate it day and night, and then you'll make your way prosper. And successful. It will follow. <clears throat> Isn't that amazing that uh, the Word of God has structure levels of prosperity and success and safety and peace, but we got to get up there that we got the Word of God to our left, to our the, right. on, the, on the bottom of us, above right. us. And really, it's just like half hour in the morning, half hour at night. Yeah. You know, pray three Our Fathers in the morning uh, to the east, like Daniel did, and be thankful. Another three Our Fathers to the east on noonday and be thankful. Another three Our Fathers to the east to the Father and be thankful. You know, I'm doing this because I'm grateful. I'm doing this because I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my salvation. Right. You know, that's something I try to do. I'm, I'm only doing it about 50% of the time. But... Maybe someone will enjoy the... Uh, we're still recording, by the way. Oh, I didn't know. I'm harping. I'm harping. Okay, Lord. <laughs> but I, 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 now that we're... Okay, you're recording me. I just... It came to me that, you know, when we said... To, um, <clears throat> to the extent that you study spiritual truth, we know it's in God's Word. We should meditate it day and night and, and, and be diligent in feeding ourselves. Not the natural food, the food that doesn't perish. Okay, but... It says, to the extent that you study spiritual truth, which is God's word, and apply godly wisdoms. Now, I got the word. God's wisdom is in the word. And so when I have a situation in life, then I begin to apply the word. And then God's wisdom would also guide me to that decision I need to make. Do I marry this person? Do I buy that car? Do I buy that house in Kentucky? I'm not prophesying we're going to Kentucky or anything like that. I'm just saying that the godly wisdom on how to approach somebody that's offended you. I was or... just thinking about that acreage land that was presented to me in Kentucky <laughs> by, oh. Al, by Al. <laughs> I don't know why. I like the Kentucky Derby, but anyway. Um, so, you know, you'll have that wisdom. Your spirit will be so good to guide you because you know what God's word says. You know, when your bank account looks bleak, your, your word says that your God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus' riches, not your riches. So, you know, you just keep moving forward with what God said he's going to take care of you some way, somehow. But sowing the word, you know, especially our backs have been up against the wall many times. And, you know, we've never missed a payment. We never missed a rent payment. We've actually uh, are prospering, you know. Uh, we're not going out there buying new cars when we can, okay? We can. We can, okay, but we, but we won't. And we won't. We say <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, one more thing, uh, after we uh, let the people go, <laughs> let my people go. Said Moses. <laughs> um, what's the first line of, of of defense? Let's say, for instance, you're in a situation, and you can't bring up scripture because you're so intense what's your first line of defense oh thank you god what what's happening right well, right because so you you send a hail mary pass mm -hmm. into the heavens by acknowledging god for the right, problem that's right. eating your lunch right in front of right. you. you know it's kind of like help me god you know yeah. help me lord well and and you bring up a good point what's the first you know that's the easy thing for you to remember if i can't remember 
Philippians 4.13, my God supplies all my needs. I can say, I know my God because my God's my provider. We know many times how he's provided. So thank you, God, that you're my provider. I look to you. How easy is that? Now, isn't that important that the the problem kind of squeezed you up against the wall? Then you planted a seed. Thank you, God, you're my provider. Not only for that moment, but for the future in the midst of pressure. In the midst of pressure, you turn to the word and you use that pressure and that problem. All right, I'm going to get a, a profit out of you problem. You know, I'm going to hit you back seven times. You, you hit the person of God. I'm going to, you know, I said, when someone says something dumb in front of me, you know, that uh, I start quoting the word right away in my head. I said, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your word says that <laughs> Solomon received 25 tons of gold annually. When someone says something about being poor you know or yeah. whatever mm. and i said well i can't i can't help them you know they, right. they already have heard it a, a hundred times from everybody else you have to speak correctly yeah. or you'll have what you, what say. you say right i even have a doctor that i'm working with and he keeps saying what he has right and when he calls me he's just silent because he knows i don't want to hear the past i don't want to say right. what's the solution right what's the solution and i'll <laughs> give him the solution he'll listen but at the end he'll give it he'll give it to me you know that <laughs> he'll come back and say i i just want to close with this okay we'll get godly wisdom for situations um and it will it says here it will be measured to you and you will be given even greater ability to respond and more will be given to you besides wow. so so that's powerful in a sense that Sounds like an addiction to me. Yeah. Yeah, you want more, right? Like, that's the kind of more we want, okay? <laughs> because um, God will open up more doors, more revelation, more wisdom, more knowledge, more of heaven's perspective for your for things. But, you know, it says you will be given even greater ability to respond, okay? Mm. And I kind of look at that like if, you know, as I'm feeding myself with the word and getting understanding and getting, you know, sowing the word then I feel like when I'm out in the grocery store or even in the family, you know, I can, I can speak life over situations. I can give better spiritual counsel because I, I have God's wisdom that'll be poured out that people can receive, right? And, and the good news will go forth the way I'm supposed to, supposed to, you know, um, do that, to preach the gospel and, and so forth. So I, I kind of feel like, you know, more is going to be given to me and I can kind of multiply that and help others. And really at the end of the day, we're here to serve. We're here to serve and show Jesus who we, who's inside of us. So they want Jesus. Okay. You, not always does it work. You know, Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. And you know, you better get him now. Otherwise you're going to hell. That doesn't always work with people, you know, because some people don't believe. So my point being is that the words of anointing will come out freely and we'll be able to respond to others that are hurting, that need healing, that are stuck in, in a financial crisis and don't know where to turn or where to look, you know, or um, their child is the prodigal son or daughter, or even that their daughter got taken away and, and then justice happened to the person, you know. So many situations come up, but we can also help others and help them start to believe, you know, 
who Jesus is and how much he loves them. And with that, I'll just... I love you, people. Give yourself a hug. Thank you so much for listening into us and into the words of God. Love you very much. And be good to you. Give yourself a pat on the back for listening for so long, for 40 minutes with us. Yikes. We love you. We, we praise God. You're good. You're awesome. The body of Christ. Our brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.